How's it going, Yemitators? Episode 54, Paul Danke. This one was really cool. We talked about a lot. We covered a lot. We talked about time travel. We talked about technology. We talked about comedy. We talked about commercial acting. We, oh man, it was, it was a really fun one. So, listen up to the episode. But you're already listening to it, so hope you like it because it was awesome. It was really fun. Um, go to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Rate, review, comment, question, do anything you can to spread the word on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, if you like the show and you want to spread the word about the show, tell people about it. Because that's pretty much, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of all word of mouth. Uh, mostly, mostly word of mouth. Um, I'm going to keep talking about our apartment comedy show until I, uh, until I start it. So just hound me about it, you know, just ask me, just be like, Oh, we want to come to your comedy shows. We know you can host them. Just do it. Uh, and my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. So yam it up with me and Paul Danke. Perfect. It's the first time I get to legit use these coasters. Oh, man. oh yeah? Did you just get these? From Portal? Yeah. Did you ever play that game? No, I've never played Portal. Oh. Awesome. One of the greatest video games of all time. Just think of having a gun mm-hmm. where you could shoot it anywhere where there's a wall or a floor. Mm-hmm. And then, like, shoot it in this wall, walk through, end up on the other side. That's good. It's awesome, right? That's an awesome. I like that feature. That's a great. That's mm-hmm. a good gun feature. Yeah, for sure. Portal gun. Give it to me right now. Yeah, where I'm ready for that kind of adventure. You know, just pow, get me through. What's over there? You oh, know? you were just saying. No, on the <laughs> other side of that wall. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't. I but neighbors. you can't get there unless you have a portal on the other side already. Oh. Uh, See what I'm? Yeah. So if I shot a portal here and then a portal at the door walk through here, end up at the door. Oh, I see. So you create... A wormhole sort of thing. That I am definitely into. Yeah. That I am definitely into. You past the 405. <laughs> am I right? Am I right? Am I right? It's a terrible freeway. <laughs> so I just get a portal to bypass it? <laughs> oh, that's the that's the reality. Is if it, the person who has figured out time travel, they just use it to get out. You know, they just get out of out of traffic easy. Just eh. people are complaining to them about traffic. They're like, I don't know what that's like. Hmm. I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> years. God, time travel's gotta be so boring. I don't know. Don't you think you just get murdered right away? Uh, it depends. It depends on the mode the mode of transportation. Yeah. Because there's like uh, you could car i mean delorean obviously that's cool yeah train i mean who's gonna use a train you can only go so far back (laughs) yeah you can't can't ride the rails if there's no rails there's no fucking rails what are you gonna do you just plow into the sands of egypt you're like fuck oh no what did we do and then you're building the pyramid. How these things get built, then it's you building the fucking pyramid. It's just like, this is the worst. It's your fault. It's your, it's your fault. fault. It's, a, yeah, it's a bad wish. Maybe a watch? Mm. With a solar-powered battery? 
that's cool. Definitely like a day glow one. Oh yeah, yeah. So that like when you do show up in like the past, that like oh my, you know you like an oracle for sure. Yeah, you you tell the future. You like there's these things called TVs, and everyone's like, ah, and they start killing themselves. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's this uh, there's this great time travel book that uh, Mark Twain wrote called A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. Okay. And That's what all those uh, movies that have come out yeah. were based on? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's a fucking great book. He's an engineer from, like, New England. He's just kind of like a regular practical guy. Yeah. And he goes back and he deals with King Arthur and, like, just, like, blowing up Merlin's spot because Merlin was, like, the wizard before and he's just like, oh, there's an easy way to fix all this shit. <laughs> so he creates, like, a mail system and all this great stuff. It's incredible. It's an... Mark Twain's, I mean, he's obviously a genius. That's but awesome. The book is really fucking hilarious. Really hilarious. Cool. The, uh, yeah, the one the one that I know is uh, Kid in King Arthur's Court mm-hmm. was based off of that. And then, I mean, Black Knight I mean, with uh, Martin. With Martin. <laughs> and who better to play Mark Twain than Martin Lawrence? <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn! Mark Twain wishes he had that much zhuzh. He doesn't. He did. He was a stand-up, though. He was a stand-up. That was like... What? Yeah, because he... Before stand-up was stand-up? Yeah, he... Well, he was a a journalist, and he wrote for some San Francisco newspaper. Just imagine him standing on a street corner and just talking and people gathering around, and he's like... They're like, that is funny. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, that's how your churches used to be. It's just a guy on a corner. Yeah. All right, whatever the fuck. That is comical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fascinating. Mm, humor. Fascinating. Humorous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I interrupted you. What? Uh, oh, um, he was a journalist. And oh yeah, he was a journalist in San Francisco, and he got this assignment to go to uh, the Sandwich Islands, Hawaii, mm-hmm. and did like a travel log, which is another book that he wrote. That's just also very hilarious. But when he got back, he performed it as like. You know, as like an orator, he would come he for, in. He performed the book live. Yeah, it wouldn't be like word for word, but he would right. tell because at the time, like going there, it, it was no a magical really place. Yeah, it's yeah. the fucking eighteen hundreds. Yeah. You know, there he didn't wasn't. Go, he didn't go by steamboat. <laughs> it's so hilarious. <laughs> it's so hilarious. He describes like travel. He describes travel so fucking perfectly in all these ways that it's just like that is still how bad travel is. A hundred and forty <laughs> years later. It's still bad. He talks about getting scammed at the horse rental place. What? It's so it's so funny. He's like, and then I couldn't find my baggage, <laughs> and then we were stuck on the tarmac, which is just a road, because I don't know what a tarmac is. There were no tarmacs. <laughs> there were no airplanes. It's just my boat. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's I like the idea. Of, I like the idea of him referencing stuff in the future that he doesn't even know what it is. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, and then I can't use my cell phone on the plane, but what's a plane and a cell phone? I don't know. He did write his, uh, <laughs> he wrote a biography for himself, but said that it couldn't be published for a hundred years. And it came out a couple years ago. I have not read it. Right, yeah. But how baller, dude. That is pretty sweet. <laughs> and he died broke. I, if you don't die broke as a fucking artist, you're, you're horrible. You're supposed to just lose all of it by the end and die yeah, broke you, and alone. Get or, like, and if you don't lose all of it by the end, give it yeah, to give it people away. and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because then, I mean, like, yeah, if you have kids, give it to them. Uh, <coughs> Some of them. Yeah, yeah. Some of it. Yeah. Not all of it. Oh, yeah. Not all of it, Walmart. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. How did you know I was anti-Walmart? Uh, are you? Yeah, I am. I am anti-Walmart. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with the $5 bin for the movies, but I haven't bought a movie in a long time. Exactly, you did. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Should take it to the man, Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that bouncing smiley face is, doesn't help me at all. It's not helping me out, not one bit. It's rolling back prices on socks, I'll tell you what, man. 36 pack of socks for four bucks, I mean... <laughs> if your socks were better made, they'd last longer, you know? If you paid a skilled a sewing person to create your socks, you'd have better... I'm, I'm, well, there's no Walmart near here, so I'll, I'll, go, to, I'll go to Target. That's not true. There's a Walmart downtown now. Downtown. Oh. I mean, it's like in near, Chinatown. I mean, like, when I say near here, I mean, like, really near <laughs> Real, here. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Your neighborhood. Your neighborhood. No, they, you don't have it. They are building a Target across the street from that McDonald's. I'm I know. That's us. super Target. Like, Is it? Yeah, it's going to be gigantic. <coughs> All right. Yeah, I'll get Bring socks. I'll get socks there whenever they finish building it. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> You can't go to Ross for socks. You can't have a regular socks. No. Just no. wonder why am I walking weird? Oh yeah, one of these fucking socks is different than the other. And my foot balance is just like slightly akimbo, and I don't know what the fuck is happening. One's a winter sock that goes all the way up to my thigh, and one's an ankle sock. Why did I even do that? Why did I? I don't know. That's, they, I thought they were both uh, knee socks, but one just has no strap on the top and rolls down to my ankle. You got that tight, that tight sock roll at the, the bottom. Tight sock oh, roll, that's, yeah. That's a sexy look. How's that's gotta come back one of these days, dude. We can bring it back. It's, it's like your ankle looks like Saturn. It's like yeah. so. Oh, I love it. Your so ankle's celestial. got rings, man. Yes, dude. It's like those ladies uh, who have cankles. They can just be like, no, I just have rings. No rings. How dare you? <laughs> Fucking dare you? My oh. calf has rings, bitch. Mm-hmm. If you gotta do it. Oh. So how's your show tonight? What was it? it was, I, I fight. Did, uh, is that how you say it? Put your hands together. P-Y-H-T. Fit. Oh, yeah, because I sent you the... Uh, oh. I didn't want to write the whole thing out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> P-Y-H-T. Put your hands together. It's a great show. It's at the UCB Franklin. Yeah. Every Tuesday. It's a podcast as well. Okay. Well, I've heard of it. Who does that one? Uh, Cameron Esposito hosts it. Yep. And, uh, and Rhea, Rhea Butcher. Butcher. She's on it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. They're pals. They're hilarious. Yeah. I love awesome. them. And I love doing the show. Cool. Yeah. So was it, it's a it's a stand up show right? Yeah, it's a stand up show. And then do they like interview you a little bit or? Well, they interview. I don't know who they, they don't they don't interview me, but they interview somebody. <laughs> but there are also interviews a portion of it. But I always want my stand up included on the podcast. So I just I think it's if you don't want your stand up included, they, ah. they they I don't I don't you know I don't know I don't know I don't want to overexpose how they run it. But uh, it's really good and um, yeah I love I just love doing it. It's so fun performing. It's such a great. Space. Such a great space. Yeah, I've always yeah. loved doing doing shows there. Have you performed at the UCB Sunset? I have not. There's like a um, a barrier between the people who are sitting in the front and the stage. Oh no! A little weird. Really? A little weird. Still a good. Still a good space because it's big. Yeah, um, but but the <laughs> it's barrier. Kinda, it's yeah. It's like a you go up and sit down, and then there's like something you could like sit a drink on or something, and you're like, oh, I don't. I mean don't want this wall between me and the I just, stage yeah I just uh <laughs> i'm the kind of guy, i'm gonna i'm gonna put my foot on that that barrier i'm gonna want to yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's the type of thing that's too attract so Ooh, distracting put your foot on it and like push a little bit 
Yeah. A little bit each time, and then once it then falls, they'll, they'll be like, oh, this is a bad idea. Oh, no. <laughs> Leave it down. I'm going to yeah, do a slow, every set I do there, I'm just going to be like, hey, he looks like he's straining up there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I am, you know? Yep. Straining against these restraints in front of me. I know. No, I would love to get, uh, I would love to uh, perform there soon. I'm sure I probably will in the new year, but. Yeah. It's a cool place. I have been there. It does look great. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Have you seen Aaron and Melissa? Mm-mm. Musical stand-up duo. So fucking funny, dude. They had a one-night, quote-unquote, one-night-only super-secret show, and they're like, don't tell anyone. But seriously, tell people to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know exactly how that goes. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah, so funny. I saw them play last night. It was really funny. That's great. So they do like funny songs. Mm-hmm. They write. Uh, yep. And then their banter is. Uh, it's all about that banter. It's all about the banter, man. I've never been in a duo. I've never done like a two person act, but it looks like a lot of fun. I'm here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you ready? <laughs> well, I see a lot of instruments here. Yeah. We get rope and some musical elements. Yeah. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. like that idea. Do you play music? No. You know, I, I sometimes I'll say that I play the guitar a little bit, but I don't. I don't. Rhythm I, guitar? I could figure it. I could figure something out. Cause rhythm guitar is pretty simple. Pretty simple. I, I know a bunch yeah. of chords, you know, and I can play them. I just don't ever practice. Yeah. What I don't want to do is like, uh, musical stand up and then like lug this thing around. Cause it oh, break yeah. it breaks into two pieces and like, it's it's a traveling it's a tour piano. It's a piano <laughs> for the people at home. He was pointing to his Yamaha. Listen to that sounds like a real piano yeah there's strings in there wow yeah wow. electric acoustic how does it stay in tune do you tune it? how do you, you I, I tune it oh my god yeah oh <laughs> that sounds brutal <laughs> sounds fucking brutal not really like it takes it takes a lot to get a piano out of tune like these these bottom ones are um a couple of them are a little out of tune but the middle ones stay like pretty interesting pretty good interesting yeah i had a choir teacher she was always bitching about her piano's getting out of tune from kids pushing it all over the room. <laughs> She's a good woman and probably right, you know, but... Yeah, uh, it's her own fault for trusting kids. Yeah, well, there's a lot of bad uh, bad apples in that bunch, but you know, that's a that's a, that's a choir for you. So there's a lot of bad kids in there. Did you sing in choir? I did, oh yeah. Sam, dude. Oh yeah, what were you, what were you at, your baritone? <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I would do tenor, some songs, bass, and some songs, but like oh, uh-huh. I could never fully commit to like one or the other. See, I was a first tenor. Mm. I was top. I would put up, I could put up some high numbers. Talking <laughs> on some, talking on some alto parts. Yeah. Oh shit. Mm, I used to get busy. Now I, I've lost most, you know, a lot of the range. I don't sing all the time anymore, but. But when you do, it's glorious. It's heavenly. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it is heavenly. Yeah, it's smooth. Every time you karaoke. Uh, you know that sound when the light comes in and there's like the angelic noise. Mm-hmm. That's what people feel when they when they hear you sing. Yeah, except it's me singing, Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana smooth and bringing the house down, bringing all the Latina mommies from the bar. They're coming in because they love that I'm bringing the flavor. And I'm not holding back on the pipes either. You gotta wail on that. Number. That's a good number. I remember when that song came out, I was just like, is this an old song? Because it sounds like an old song, but it's amazing. I fucking loved it. It was just like, and it's like, okay, obviously we all know that it's corny, 
just because we ha- we have to say that it is right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, that song was a smash hit for a fucking reason. Or else forget about it, you know? For- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It's always interesting when an artist gets into that duets phase of life, where they're like, fucking tired of writing all these songs about myself, man. I'm going to call up a buddy, have him up for the weekend, and just throw some shit around. Most of it sucks, but, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. Yeah, it just matters if people like it, and if you like it. Well, yeah, you want people to listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I make music for me. I don't release my music into the world because I only matter. Is that true? No. No, 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 no. I do. I I do make music. I haven't written a song in a while, but uh, I I used to too. I used to be like straight up like comedy wasn't so much on my radar. Sure. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a starving artist. Who cares? Who cares? And then I was like, I care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually still hungry. <laughs> Ooh, and I just ate, too. Yeah, it's, it's easy to be a starving artist. It's hard to be a hungry artist. Ah. Mm. There's, there's a distinction there. There is a, there's a distinction. The prestige of being a starving artist is so alluring and so easy to do. It's just, yeah, give, of course I'll surrender myself to my art. Of course I will. Yeah, yeah it's so easy to, to know that when you haven't done it yet. When you haven't sacrificed anything, it's so easy to, yep. to do it. But and People go, whoa, so you like, that's all you do, huh? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they almost sort of like cautiously back away from you. They're yeah. like, you've been too far. I don't want to know that much. So you don't have a 401k? Let him out when you when you get older. What are you gonna... Do you want to retire? Nope. No, I, so that's the thing is, I don't. Same. I don't ever want to retire because as a performer, as a, I'll get to be an old man someday. I'll get to be a, the funny old guy. Yeah. Pressure's off. You gotta carry nothing. You know, you're like sixth <laughs> banana. Maybe you have to pretend to shit yourself. I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. I stay steady working on my it. rapping. I'm, I'm, my rap is good. You know, I'll be ready for it when I'm old. Do you rap? Good enough to be an old man rapper, <laughs> you know, not to be like a young buck in the cipher, but put me up with a bunch of old guys on the fucking uh, the horseshoe. Dude, because I, I beatbox. <laughs> you can freestyle. I'm not gonna freestyle. No, not right now. All. Not right now. We'll we'll get we'll get some stuff together. Yeah, we'll we'll pre-write some freestyle for you. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I have done. There's a comedy. There's like a rap battle. Yeah. stand-up show that uh, I have done a couple times. And, uh, man, stand-up is so easy <laughs> when you're a stand-up compared to going up and freestyle battling. Because it's yeah. like, first of all, first of all, the distinction is it's a comedy show and you're in front of a comedy audience, yep. not like a hip-hop audience. Yeah, so, so you like, can't, make me laugh, funny man. Yeah, but you can't, like, eviscerate somebody. Yeah. You can't, like, really cut them. You have to, like... <laughs> Comedy cut them and just paper be, cut, just a paper cut, just a paper cut, <laughs> and that is so hard. It's so hard to play that soft with people and to try to win at something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I don't. <laughs> Did you win? 
when you did it? No, no. Mm. I decided to play a villain. <laughs> I decided to not try to win it, but instead to eviscerate people. You were you were the heel. I yeah. I took it upon myself, <laughs> and uh, I wear it well. You know, it's a it's fun to play that sometimes. <laughs> just be awful. Um, and so that when you get eviscerated, everyone's happy, right? Yeah, yeah, if they get a charge out of it, and then I get to be so fucking mad no. that I lost. Like, you guys are fucking pussies. You're all so weak. <laughs> it's like, it's all a joke, but it's something to do. Yeah. You know, those types of shows, it's like, you gotta think, you gotta think it's something to do. Yeah. Otherwise, it's... Otherwise what? I, you're just rapping. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a rapper. You know? I'm not good enough of a rapper just to go in and rap. I know that. I know, I know that. <laughs> but I've got you know I do have a ringtone out there that you can buy of me rapping. What? What is it? What's what it is called? it? What's it called? Yeah. It's called uh it's called Trendy. Mm-hmm. Um it's released under the name oh, Paul Danky Esquire or Paul Augustine Esquire. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what I released under. It was I used to do this competition show, a web show with a couple of my friends, and one of the competitions was to write a ringtone. Mm. And so we got together, we each got to work with the producer for an hour and come up with whatever this ringtone was. <coughs> and uh, we all put them up for sale, and it's still out there. <laughs> I've got some money for it, a couple bucks. Yeah? A couple bucks over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, it's pretty bad. I imagine you like get a check in the mail or something. You're like three dollars. Oh yeah, I did that thing that one time. Yeah, my ringtone. <laughs> mm, what do I buy with this? <laughs> what do you buy with your ringtone money? You know, it doesn't exist anymore. Save it up to record your next ringtone. Mm. <laughs> I'm just in it for the art and just, just gotta get to that next ringtone. Yep. You gotta put your money towards more ringtones. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to release a series of ringtones. Dude, what if you did a whole album of ringtones? Just like 32 ringtones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. I would try to hypothesize just different personality types and what they would like to be calling, what they would like to call them to the phone. Yeah. You know, what's, what speaks to you? What do you not, you know, it can't be embarrassing. Yeah. It can't be like, you know, what if... You know, because I'm universal, so like some of my fans go to church and I don't want their phones going off in church embarrassing them in front of their, you know, the, <laughs> all the tough people there are, you know, students in high school. But you could have like a church themed. Oh, yeah. But at the end one. it gets nasty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, you know. So it's they ringing. don't want it to get to the end, so they're like going to like shut it up real quick. Yeah. It's a beautiful <laughs> celestial sound and then it's just nasty. The, you know, the drop hits and it gets gross. <laughs> And they can choose out of all 32 which one they want to have their ringtone. And they can choose which one they want when a, when a text comes in. Yeah, text tones. Tweets. I'm always, I always just have ideas <coughs> for text tones, like things that I would love to have like as my text tone. And uh, whenever it's just watching movies and stuff, it's like, oh, that would be the perfect. <laughs> There's a very particular, um, in Dumb and Dumber, the first Dumb and Dumber, yeah. Jeff Daniels gets diarrhea really bad. Yep. And he's at... Uh, the girl's house. Oh. Yeah. There's this one particular fart noise in there. Yep. It's like a little squeak. I know the one you're talking about. Oh, man. I used to rewind it with my friends to just like, just to get to that. And it's like, you know, they dubbed that shit in it afterwards. So they just did it to like his reaction. But, oh, whoever, whatever editor laid that sequence out. I mean, Beautiful. fuck. Put that shit in the Hall of Fame. 
That's a that is one of the greatest dump sequences in comedy history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll study it. They should study it. Yeah. You know, it's just an audio engineering of a shit scene. <laughs> there's a there, apparently there's a class uh, where they analyze Seinfeld. It's like a psychology class or something. Oh yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> what if it was about uh, the sounds, the sonic movements of a bowel movement? That's a fucking. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Yeah, you know, it's good. I'm glad that we're finally, like, <laughs> at a place in society to, like, dig that deep, yeah. you know, and to really under- unravel. Dig right into the shit and just yeah. study it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> enough of this classic literature horse shit, you know? I'm tired of this fucking, yeah, uh, this horrible... Oh, Tale of Two Cities, oh, uh, great, yeah. there were two cities, uh, Story told. Then what, you know? Over. None of this matters. What's the sequel? Tale of Four Cities? Nope. Yeah, but <laughs> but what takes a dump from being nasty and disgusting to provocative and hilarious? <laughs> it's all in that fucking sound structure, the soundscape. Dude, I bet when that guy was recording it, he was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to like that one. Yep. Yep. And he's laughing the whole time. Yeah, he it's knew. like... <laughs> um, oh, my God. So fucking hilarious. Oh, man. Dude, so uh, how long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy since... I guess since I was a kid, I did sketch stuff since high school. I was on a sketch show in high school. Nope. You don't think so? Really? What was it? it? I was just disagreeing to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, cool, man. Uh, (laughs) Like, I gotta go. Uh." (laughs) No, no, no. No, I thought you were gonna nail me on something. And I was just like... (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't know it was a fake question. No, oh, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. It was in high school, though. Yeah. What was it called? What was your sketch show called? It was called Friday Morning Live. Oh, so you got to do, like, morning announcements and stuff? It was, uh, it was like, around for a couple years before <clears throat> I even got into it. They did, like, every Friday they got to release a... It was, like, a 10-minute... They would... The announcements would get read, but then there would be, like, eight minutes of just, like... Oh. Some, like, little interview things with other, you know, students about whatever, and then, like, sketches. And we would, and then I got Son hired onto bitch. it and my senior year, and it was just, like, the it was, like, the greatest possible yeah, thing I, I could possibly get, ever get to do. Because I just loved comedy. I was obsessed with it. But. And then, like, you're one of the popular kids, but not, like, one of the douchey popular kids. You're, like. Yeah. People, like, just thought you were funny, and they're like, shoot, dude, I can't wait till next Friday. Yeah. It was bizarre. It was really bizarre. Because I, I wasn't, like, a, an exceptionally popular kid. <laughs> yeah. Up until then. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think any of us really were. <laughs> no, no not, not really. <laughs> but it was bizarre to have, like, everyone know exactly who you were at a certain point. But, yeah. like, most of the shit we did was terrible, or it was just, like, a compl- like a literal ripoff from a Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah. Uh, it was fun though. We got into like a lot of, you know, trouble for, you know, being offensive or just being so fucking young and just like trying shit that yeah. it came off. You know, comedy is so raw to like judge kids that are first like first attempting it for like what they're doing being At seventeen. Offensive. It's just like, yeah. oh my god, why are you kidding? You're fucking lucky that you're not like vomiting from what's like there. It's toned down. Trust me, it's not. Uh, but it was re- that was really fun. What was one uh, sketch that stands out in your mind that you remember that you guys did? <clears throat> I just remember we did this sketch that was like a, it was like 
it was a cat calling sketch. Okay. So it's very topical now. <laughs> so me and the other guys on the in the cast were cat calling versions of ourselves, like us in dresses. So okay. it's like we were cat calling our self in a dress. That okay. was like the premise of it. But uh, some people at school thought it was really offensive. And they it was super <laughs> offensive, and we were just like, "What?" We had, you know, we didn't understand. They were like, "This is not Canada. This is not kids <laughs> in the hall. You can't do that." <laughs> so we had to write an apology sketch. Oh, we had to like apologize, <laughs> and I remember thinking, "This is such a unique opportunity yeah. to. We have to accomplish something, which is." So it needs to feel like an, a sincere apology, but we have the opportunity to use our skills to try and make it entertaining and in that regard, save face yeah. to still get to be funny. And I, I don't remember even what exactly the response thing was, but it totally worked and it was really funny. And I just thought, man, that was added just like an extra layer to it that I thought was, oh, that's really cool. It's yeah. cool you can do that. If you work a little bit, if you have like an assignment, basically, <laughs> you have to be given some homework. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it's just dick, dick stuff and uh, Bill Clinton impressions. You know. Yep. Yeah, I loved it. When when were you in high school? Nineties, late nineties. I graduated in ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I graduated in o two. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you were in high school for the millennium. You felt it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dracula 2000, yeah. Godzilla 2000. I remember. Oh, yeah. I was in junior college trying to figure it out by then. But Getting jiggy with it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, man. Did you get a degree? I did, yeah. I went to I went to community college, and then I, ended, I did end up going to university. I have a degree in communication. Okay. Mm-hmm. Took me five, five years, five and a half years. You're really good at communication, so I can see... Bingo, it, bingo. It paid off, right? <laughs> All that bullshit. I learned all that bullshit. It was great. No, it was really cool. I loved it. It's a cool It's a cool major if you have good uh, professors. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Speech class and, like, uh, probably... I don't know. I don't know. I, I went to school for a while, and then I stopped. Why? I was, I was just like... Because uh, I was spending a lot of time... And a lot of money mm. where I was just like, I don't, I don't really like need a degree. And then, so I just was like, I'm done. I'm done. And then I got a full-time job and then I was like, I'm kind of an adult now, sort of. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't have to get a degree. That's, and I, I worked with the, a lot of townies. I had a day job. I worked at a tire shop. So I worked with a lot of guys that were like not that ambitious. And then also a lot of other college college students. Yeah. And there were a lot of guys that were just like, you know, they kind of realized a couple years into it, hey, I could fucking do what? Get a degree and then, uh, you know. So they just quit and become contractors or, you know, they do whatever other millions of great fucking jobs there are out there that you don't have to have a degree for. Yep. It's a fucking scam. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's a scam. <laughs> yeah. Hear that, kids? It's a scam. Yeah. Get out now. <laughs> See, but I had I did have really good professors, and like I sought out a personal relationship with education as a thing. Okay. So that became. So it was something for you. It wasn't. Be, it was great. Yeah. It was great, but uh, at first I didn't have that. I was just trying to get through school. 
yeah. I was just trying to burn through and do my thing. Uh, but then when I finally got, uh, well, I got kicked out of school for bad grades. What? Yeah, when I transferred to a university, I was, I was, tr- I was hoping to become a doctor. What? I was straightening my life out. What kind of doctor? Uh, I thought I just wanted to get in like general practice, just work with like you know families and stuff like that, just be a regular, your fucking regular doctor. <laughs> I just imagined a, a practice that. Only retired army generals come in. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a general practice. <laughs> they... You're a lieutenant? Get the fuck out of the... here. Sorry, doc. <laughs> not, not for you. It's kind of above your fucking clearance level. You know what I mean? This is clearance level five. You're at a three. You're Get a out. Three. Get the fuck out of here. Go to a free clinic, you nobody. <laughs> You piece of human garbage. Shit, Get dude. out. Oh, man. <laughs> That's why I can never be in the military. Just to have your rank so qualified where everybody knows. It's like, oh, that. No, th- hold on, son. This is where you stand. This is where I stand. I don't yeah. look at. I can't look yeah, at no, other people what? like no, that. Get out of here. No. No. <laughs> uh, no, dude. I'm a free thinker. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care how many fucking stars are on your shoulder. How many what? Do you hear yourself? How many fucking stars are on your shoulder? Your pieces of flair? Is that yeah. what you're. You sound like my three-year-old. Shining at me? I'm covered in stars right now. <laughs> Fantastic. You're a general. Good for you. You mean shit to me. You sound like my three-year-old. <sighs> so. So. Uh, what do you What do you do now for work? You like? Are you like living off comedy? Straight up. No, no. You got like other gigs and no. jobs and stuff. Yeah, and... I do acting and some writing stuff, and then, um, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess, I guess mostly through commercial stuff. I don't book a lot of commercials, but they do pay pretty decent. And uh, you yeah. know, unemployment was really helping out for a long time. Oh yeah, Barack Obama is my man. <laughs> He's my man, dude. Well, the thing about unemployment that's so brilliant is like, I paid that money in. Mm-hmm. Now give it to me. Yeah. Like now I'm fucking unemployed. I'm not gonna need it when I'm older because whatever. Like who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know the Just, grid will have collapsed by then. Yeah. Give it to me now. <laughs> we'll be fighting with swords. <laughs> the bullets will be gone. It'll be metal. It'll just be fucking blades again. You didn't see that show when it was on Revolution, did you? No. No. No one watched that show. But it was pretty cool. Like, they would, like, go around stabbing people and killing people with swords. And I was like, well, I mean, when you don't have a gun, that's what you gotta do. Yeah, old school. (laughs) Old school. Back when the world made sense, you know? Before the bow and arrow, the world just made sense. You had to get within, like, throwing distance of somebody. And really, like, not, like, long distance throwing. Like, we're talking close hatchet or knife throwing. Yeah. That's personal, you know? Once you can fucking sit up in a tower. All safe. And... Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Chicken shit. Archers are such chicken shits. And then, like, here we are with nukes and stuff. It's just like, oh. Yeah, get rid of those nukes, everyone. Everyone? Can we agree? Everyone. Bounce them out of this place. But nobody, like, you know. Just shoot them into space. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Everything we do that we say, who cares? It doesn't matter. We come to find out. Oh, uh, true. 
through recent research, our current understanding is that it did matter, and we've done irreversible damage to us, humanity, and the. It's just like, oh yeah, everything. everything. Carbon, carbon footprint, all of the global global heating, space junk, trash island. We got a lot of fucking space junk. Space junk. Have we shot uh, trash into space? Well, it's just like we've ex- like old satellites, oh, satellites and, stuff. and stuff. There's yeah. just like a ring of trash floating yeah. around our our globe. <laughs> when we have aliens show up to overtake us, I don't want to be like, oh, look at these. <laughs> they deserve to have it taken these away. Fucking guys. Like, fucking yeah. trash or ring around. <laughs> Shoot it further out. They gotta like. <laughs> you gotta. We all have a fucking universe where we dump. Put, put a wormhole out here. You don't have to worry about. Them. They'll just to put us out of our misery of not understanding how everything works. Or bring all the ones back in that are decommissioned and don't work anymore. Recycle them. Huh? We can still recycle Yeah. Them. Turn them into tiny houses. Sure. You know? Put for for people for who don't... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have the opportunity to live inside of an old satellite. Oh, it's an old satellite. It's 16 square feet. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I put a space toilet in it, and it's out here, and looks like it crashed into the side of a cliff in Montana. People would go for it. I put a space toilet in it. <laughs> that authentic, authentic space shitting experience. It's not even, it's actually just a regular toilet, but they call it a space toilet because it's in the satellite. It's just chrome or something. <laughs> yeah. They're all entitled. They're like, yeah, that's that's a space toilet. It's not just a toilet. Get yeah, it right. I recycled it from an old Russian uh, <laughs> space station. It was going to be thrown away. Show some respect for my space toilet. Oh, I would love a, any type of exciting toilet. I like the ones that you can flush urine or poop. Love that. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. That's how everyone's toilet should be. Yeah, because it's like more water for poop. Yeah, because I'm all down for letting it mellow. Don't get it twisted. I let it mellow. I'm, <laughs> I'm a responsible California bred kid. I'm down to let it mellow. But sometimes it's not mellow. It yeah. gets funky. And ooh, it's dude, like, that ammonia smell oh, just all strong oh. and oof. And what I do is get some fucking chemical air freshener. That's, it worse. defeats the purpose. It's bad. Yeah, it is bad. <laughs> Try to go all natch and it's tough, man. <laughs> Oh, what a waterless urinal when I finally, you know, can afford to the back cave. Ah. You know, then it'd be waterless urinal all the way. That just has, like, a, a pipe that goes down into the ground? Yeah, or, you know, it just I'll just pee in the outdoor shower. <laughs> you ever used an outdoor shower? No. Ah. Wait. Uh, I mean, like, at the beach or whatever? Or like, yeah, but that's, like, really public. Count. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, a semi, semi-private uh, outdoor yeah. shower. It's Nice. It's nice. You just feel like, oh. Ooh, with like the nozzle that's like straight above your head, mm-hmm. like goes straight down. Yeah. No, I've never. It's like some. you feel like, you, you feel like Adam. You feel like a king. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. The beginning of civilization. Nude <laughs> in all of the splendor. It's nice, dude. You probably have some like hibiscus smelling or like honey blossom uh, soap. Mm-mm-mm. That's made of flowers. Fuck. Yes. That's living. That's living for me, for my dollar. I like to be outdoors, though. Are you an outdoors enthusiast? I'm more of an indoors guy. Like, mm. I'll go outdoors to go to get to another indoors. Oh. Like, I like uh, <clears throat> I like outdoor things, like Hollywood Bowl is a cool, yeah? cool yeah, venue. Yeah, I love the bowl. 
really cool. I've only been there once, but I was like, whoa, they like carved this out, and they're like, yeah, concerts now. It's All amazing. Right. Yeah, that place is a miracle. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't dislike the outdoors, but I'm just like, if it's camping or like going to a comedy show or a movie or something, I'm like, let's let's go in, let's mm-hmm. go indoors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I I find it, you know, as I get older, you get really connected to what your true life's passions are. Mm-hmm. I am really into just finding just that perfect vista, just like the perfect angle to sit and just take in like a really great sunset? A great scene sunrise? a sunset could be a valley you know mm. it could just be a you know some really beautiful uh you know streets and buildings in los angeles some solid la is a town of great vistas yeah it is all the time i'm going yeah this is fucking uh this is fucking nice <laughs> yeah this looks good i'm looking at this and i'm seeing some good detail work <laughs> like that i live in echo park we get great great sunsets up there there's a oh, lot of nice. hills you can kind of go get some really good shit time uh Ec- or, um griffith park observatory i still haven't been up there oh amazing it's great it's yeah. great it's free yeah it's free you get to go in you can look through a giant telescope you'll get mars which doesn't look like much but it's really cool that you are it, you can like see it a little bit mm-hmm mm-hmm you never looked through a telescope? Never in a stargate? <laughs> yeah, but like the most I've seen while looking through a telescope, uh, maybe maybe I saw it, but like like that big. You know, just like like a little bigger than a pinhole. Yeah, yeah. And that can kind of be what the underwhelming part of stargazing can be, is yeah. it can feel like uh, I'm like, I'm seeing Mars, yeah. How do you know it's Mars? It's reddish. <laughs> it's a reddish fuzzy dot. Dude, that... they f- they found water in Mars. Fucked up. Welcome to the future, dude. <laughs> it's not fucked up. It was always there. <laughs> yeah. You know? But we finally, like, because they were, like, hypothesizing for so long. They were like, what if there's water in Mars? And everyone's like, you're fucking crazy. It's a dry, arid planet. And then they're like, hey, we found some water. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, guess what? It's dry now. <laughs> That's just like... <laughs> The people that can look out in the in space are like, oh yeah, oh there's nothing out there. It's just like, oh god, you sound like the people that think the sun still rotates around the earth. Yeah, that's how fucking close-minded that sounds. Yep. to just be like, oh, that's impossible. There's nothing out there. It's like, didn't you? Haven't you ever seen one of the exploded pictures of the U- of like of where Earth is in the universe? Yeah. It's fucking nowhere. Yeah. It's in the. It's out. It's out of, it's nowhere. Yeah. It's out on the fringes. <laughs> it's like, there's all this, other, we're not even in the action. <laughs> we're not in the fucking action. The real shit's happening light years away, and we're just, we're hanging out, yeah. acting like this is the main shit going, get fucking real. <laughs> fucking real. Stay grateful, stay open, hope the overlords are hearing me when they show up, they show some fucking kindness. You know what I mean? Dude, we've, uh, there's this guy who was, has a theoretical way to i mean no 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 i mean i think it's gonna happen like pretty much interstellar but like real okay so gonna be able to like open up a wormhole or something to be able to travel super duper fast uh and get to other planets that we might be able to live on what yeah yeah what yeah all all i'm doing is expecting this shit to happen yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, get those fucking wormholes cooking. 
enough of the everything else. Get that wormhole going. Yeah, that's I don't, all that matters. I don't need a really strong garbage disposal. All right, just, just yeah. get me to get me to be able to go to another planet with this ship. He was like, uh, yeah, right now. Um, it would take about, what is it, like 90 days or something to get to Mars? What is it? like 90 days. Or five years. Are you crazy? Or, no, it's, it's a long, it's like forever. It's, it's, I think it's, I honestly think it's a... Like, oh no, it's like a year and a half. It's, right? Something I, like that. It's long, it, but... It's long, but like, they, not, for them to have fuel even to get that far and back, it's like... It's, right now it's a one-way trip, is what I heard. Yeah. But with this ship, he was like... You could get there in like 22 minutes. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, you just fucking pop right off. You hit my fucking my portal on the 405 and the other side opens up Mars doorstep. I was looking for La Cienega. No, 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 no. no. Mars? Okay. Mars. You get the opportunity. They say, all right, Doug, you're going to space. You can't come back. Do you take it? Do you go live on a space station for the rest of your days? If it means you can never come back to planet Earth, but you get to experience life in space. No. Whoa. I would wait until there's a way to come back because I'm like, there's so much here that I wouldn't want to like leave behind, you know? Right. They're like... And it's stuff that doesn't matter in the long run, but I like that stuff. You know? Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, how will 3D printing do? <laughs> Did you hear they recently, there's a 3D printer up on this spaceship or at the space station, and they were needing, they, they realized how heavy it is to carry all these tools. Mm-hmm. So instead of carrying tools, they wrote files for these tools <gasps> so they, they can print the ones they needed. Oh, that's fucking up. that's awesome isn't that awesome yeah isn't that fucking awesome yeah. instead of a toolbox you have a, a key fob with all these files on them <laughs> yeah oh incredible i was just like that is good use of a 3d printer yep and they're weightless out there but even if they didn't have weight after they printed them it's plastic like you mm-hmm. can just it's awesome it's so awesome <laughs> it's fucking great good for, cheers to cheers to that crew yeah yeah I'm excited about that move. Dude, the future is here, man. I know. It's you know, it's almost a shame that I didn't get into rocket science. You know, I can mm. be really enthused about it, but I don't know. I mean, you can still be enthused about it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I hate being a layperson. You know, I hate to, I hate not that. knowing what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. I you do to you have like a theoretical almost understanding and then <laughs> some person that actually understands goes, Uh, actually. <laughs> this is like oh, actually God. dark matter is the heaviest and you're like, Ugh like, oh boy, okay. see, uh, people like you that have been telling me yeah, that there aren't aliens my whole life, and now I'm just like, get your wrong. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, Stephen Hawking that was like, there probably are aliens, and they they would be angry if they ever came to Earth or something? Yeah, yeah, he said if we ever met them, they'd probably destroy us. <laughs> Which, first of all, that's like a very, like, kind of an egocentric take on like the complex like mental understanding or like that's takes such a leap that's such a uh, such a yeah. earthlings mentality yeah. to look at for how way. like for how smart he is like he was probably thinking of it very analytically like yeah. very much like oh well they'll see us they'll see that we are very dumb and they'll just like destroy us to take over our planet and it's like i mean we yeah, got, we got stuff to offer, you know. Yeah. Or they wouldn't, or they'd be like, "Oh, you're other beings cruising through this universe, and we want to help you heal your planet." Let's all chill. Let's all chill. And then, of course, <laughs> one of them goes, "I 
true. And uh, you're like, oh no, now we've got alien germs here, and that's what kills everybody. Space germs. Space germs. <laughs> it's very real. They, you know. Yeah, there was an X Files episode about it. Oh, I never did watch the X Files. Oh, dude, it's really good. Yeah, I've I'm going probably... back through and watching them all, mm-hmm. like because it was on. It started when I was ten years old, so right. a lot of what I saw, like growing up, didn't really register, and like a lot of the jokes, of course, went way over my head. Of course. And uh, and I'm watching it now, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this show is so good, and it gets like deeper and deeper, and like conspiracy aliens and all this shit and you're like what love it i yeah. love all that shit yeah it's good i'm on board yeah uh so what's a what's a really big uh what would be a really cool gig that you would want to get like something mm. like a, a show movies like what what's uh <clears throat> um right well right now um i think i'd like to do because you yeah. released an album. I released an album. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to do a TV show. I've written a TV show, so I'd love to get to do that, to try to do that. Nice. But We'll uh, talk We'll talk after. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Um, that's, and that was really fun to write. Um, Just you, or did you have a writing partner? Oh, with Joe or? Wagner. Do you know who uh, Joe is? He directs the Midnight Show over at the UCB. He's an incredible writer and uh, performer he's been around forever yeah i probably met him you recognize him wonderful yeah. guy okay. really really great writer we had a really fun time writing it um yeah now i'm just well, i just want to do anything i'd like to do a special i'd like to do a stand-up yeah i'd like to have something get a half hour or an hour yeah everyone gave me such a hard time for recording an album and not <laughs> not filming it i was just what? like well no one's fucking paying me to film it either, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm lucky to get to record it, so I was just like, whatever, man. But I would like to do it. It would be fun to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a pretty, I guess a somewhat physical performer, so it, I feel like... You guess? Come on. You I are. mean, I am, I am. Give it, give it to yourself. I, I, I'm not just standing there. The mic stands out. <laughs> I unholster the microphone, for sure. It feels every time I leave the microphone in the stand, I feel like Michael Stipe from the REM Unplugged mm-hmm. performance. I'm just like, feel like I've got all this energy and it's just stuck there. It's so strange. Yeah, you gotta get it out of there. Gotta get it out of there. I would love. I I often fantasize about trying to perform with different <coughs> microphones. I'm performing with standard microphone, right? Regular meat and potatoes microphone. Yeah. What if that's not my fucking proper instrument? Oh, you're thinking like maybe. Ear, earpiece <laughs> to oh, the face the Garth like, Brooks yeah the Garth Brooks that's mean that's a maybe lapel mic lapel mic I've done a couple wireless. times wireless wireless is oh, wonderful because then you yeah. still have the mic to do mic things but then you don't have to worry about the wire yeah in... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what a wireless mic is but it's no, a mic but... without a wire but here's the thing is there's some weird little thing about when there's a wire attached to it, you have to be conscious of it yeah. and not trip over it. You're just constantly sort of like you're moving it. You're adjusting it. But when then there's no mic, you're just freewheeling. I when find there's no that, wire, you mean? 
Thank you. There's no wire yeah. mm-hmm. on the microphone. <laughs> I always find that I end up a little more like freewheeling. <laughs> I feel a little almost sleazier because <laughs> I'm just like, ah, nothing tied me down. <laughs> you can ramble all over this thing. There's never going to be a microphone just a wire pulling me back the other way. It's fun. <laughs> but they're really heavy. Oh, uh, yeah. They're true. really heavy, which is sort of a little bit different. I love the, I love the prices, right? Microphone. Ooh. Just try to hold that just like two yeah, feet down dude. from your body. I think that <laughs> you would end up. I, Bob Barker killed with that microphone. Yeah. You got to keep that arm straight, though. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. Otherwise, you'll lose sound. People will be like, what is he? What is he? Yeah, just <laughs> what, what, what? Yeah, I need practice. It's an elegant weapon, but you, should, you really have to master it. You, you know? should get your own and then bring it to gigs. I would, dude. <laughs> I would. I thought getting a, a nice gold one would be smooth. Yeah, and always perform yeah, with a shiny, dude. sparkly gold microphone. Like no, no, no. I got my own. I got my own microphone. <laughs> I don't want your. I don't want your features herpes all over my my microphone before I go up there and do my thing. Yeah, this is mine. Keep your keep your dirty mouth away from it. Yeah. Because my I host a lot of shows and microphones, man. Sometimes they're just wet after. Just like. Ugh. They're wet and warm, and they just like that. The, uh, it's they retain a lot of the everything. That... It's a little all all crevices. It's yep. just a ball full of crevices. <laughs> it's weird when I I am holding a microphone all the time, mm-hmm. uh, but I remember distinctly. You're when holding I, a microphone now, right now, I'm picking it off the ground, <laughs> and now I'm putting it closer to my mouth. See, I'm not though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Theater people, of the mind. Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> Don't freak out at your home. If you're freaking out right now, put down the pipe. Just put it down. Listen to the calming sound of my voice. Everything's going to be Everything's fine. Everything's fine. You're fine. You can press pause. You can get a beverage. <laughs> We're back. Whew, it's relaxing. Got a hot mic talk. Hot mic talk. I've performed uh, without a microphone before, without ap- amplification, and that sucks. Yeah. Really sucks. Yeah. I don't like doing it. Have you uh, seen people take the mic and they hold it too far from their face and so you can't hear them? Yes. Oh, Ooh, it hurts to s- because they're not using the tool that they think they're using. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As a communication major, as a student of the art of communication, it's imperative to understand your tools and just the restrictions and the parameters of the place you're performing at. Yep. Uh, you know, do a tech run. You know, find out how it works. Yep. These people that have bad mic technique, it's just like, get it together. <laughs> Figure out how fucking close that thing is to, needs to be to your face. Know how how your voice sounds coming out of it. Yep. Some people are just peeking these mics all over the place. Mm-hmm. Talk to the sound guy ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Let him know that you get you get loud. I get loud sometimes, yeah. and I'll rip a mic out. So I'd like to mm-hmm. let him know what's coming. <laughs> like the, let everyone know it's about to happen so that there's no problems. Yep. Because otherwise there's problems. Get those levels level. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> what's your favorite part about doing comedy? <clears throat> Um, coming up with ideas. Mm. I'm an idea man. Yeah. I love, I always say I'm an idea man, the most useless type of man. <laughs> it's the guy with all these fucking great ideas. It's like a philosopher. Yeah, exactly. No follow through. I love sitting around in robes 
you know, I'm smoking tea. I'm keeping my mind open, but I'm not actually putting the, you know, the rubber never meets the road. It stays in the driveway. So now I'm, I'm working on my follow through, but I like coming up with ideas for things. It's really, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And then like fumbling with it on stage and turning it into something. Do you, do you write on stage? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. actually write stuff. I don't actually write anything. What? No, I think if something. Nowhere? Well, I write. You, like, you'll write. You'll write the the premise or something. I'll write the it. premise and like if there's a beat that needs to get hit, I'll write a word that'll represent that beat and yeah. it'll be like, and whatever stays, whatever feels right will end up being in the joke. But I. It'll be like popcorn vagina, and then you're like, okay, I got something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to prompt like six minutes of material. It really doesn't. But I'm not going to act like that's the best approach or the most professional approach. So I know that it's probably shitty and I don't want to sound too cocky. As if like, oh, this is how I fucking do it and I'm the best comedian because, uh, you well, know. You just said it. When you, when you lift it, when you lift it out. That will be uh I'm gonna edit that, I'm gonna make it a ringtone. Perfect. Oh man. That, that I would like to have. <laughs> so yeah, coming yeah, coming up with ideas is, is awesome. It's uh, yeah. Cause yeah. you're like cause you're like, ah, oh, that's pretty funny. I'm gonna talk about that. Yeah. I uh I was I was high the other night mm. and mm-hmm. I thought of an idea. And I told this joke on stage <clears throat> last night. Didn't do great. Mm-hmm. Didn't 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 get complete silence. Yeah. But didn't do great. Yeah. You know. Yep. It was. Uh, uh, it's just real quick. It's just like if your name's Jeff, instead of saying definitely, you should really say definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's really dumb, right? I mean, it's but it's definitely kind of funny. dumb, but it is also definitely funny. Yeah. Yeah, because it's cool. Like, if I oh, was Jeff... Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I would... I think I would be pulling off definitely. I could pull it off. I think I just need to, like, work my delivery or whatever. But then, uh, also, like, if someone asks you to spell something that has an F in it, throw your name in there. Yeah. How do you spell Foreman? Jeff O-R-E. <laughs> Uh, did you say Jeff O R? Uh, nope. Yeah, J as in F. Uh, Jeff as in F. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff as in F. Uh, it's supposed to be the first part of the letter. Yes, Jeff as in F. <laughs> yeah. I love people that know how to do that. My wife knows like what you're the le- the word you're supposed to say with each of the letters. She works on the phone enough where she has to spell oh, stuff. Okay, okay. And I hear her do it. I'm just like. This is hilarious. Is anyone taping this? Oh, I can just hear her try, like, like. She works on the phone from home. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. But but sometimes you know you see her doing that type of bullshit. Emma's and Mary. Yeah, and just like with such, they're all such practical choices that make perfectly good sense. And I'm just pulling out silent letters all the time. Like, oh, is there a way you're supposed to do this? <laughs> what's H? Uh, what's the word for H? I don't. I think it's hotel. Hotel, yeah. They do like the army call signs or like uh, yeah. military. Yeah. I as in igloo? People will get that. Yeah. But it's weird that you go with the I and an I sound. Like yeah. I is an ice. Ice, yeah. That would be good. 
I as in iced tea. As in I. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, did you just write an E down? Did you say E? No, I was asking about the letter I. What oh, do you no. have written? No, it's all messed up now. I have to hang up. I hate talking to people on the phone. <laughs> so much. So much. Uh, I love friend-to-friend conversations, but, uh, you know, talking to people. Business on the phone. Right, yeah. just like... <laughs> what? Like, why don't you just text me or email me? Some companies, Coca-Cola just did this, they got rid of voicemail. What? They said that they polled their people and they said, you can keep your voicemail if you want, but we want to get rid of voicemail. So you're just going to be doing things through like messenger or email. Cool. So you can call them, but you can't leave a message. So they'll see that you called and you'll either call back or they'll know that they need to call you or uh, you do it, you know, you do it through an email. Yeah. Because people instead just have a bunch of fucking voicemails that, that they, they never, never listen, listen to. to. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we're tired of holding your fucking voicemails that none of you are listening to <laughs> on our fucking time. We're upset. <laughs> we're taking it away. And it's just like, wow, that is a true evolution right there. That is, That's awesome. That is a changing office environment that is it's so, it's crazy. It's business being like, let's change some things for the better. Yeah. Hey, Which... guess what we don't need anymore? <laughs> Voicemail. <laughs> but then you got Sony over there using carbon copies and fax machines because the future failed them. So it's sort of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I do not know. Carbon copies. Do you remember the whole like credit card machine thing? Oh, totally. Swipe it over. And... Totally. Totally. But for some reason that felt more safe than giving my credit card to a guy with a phone and a little swiper. It's like, oh, I got it. Sweet. Thanks for the new boots, pussy. Like, oh, I have your information man. now, jerk. Uh, are you going snowboarding on my dime? Be so mad living some fun life while you're just fun. But that's not what happens. When your identity is stolen, it is almost always like, oh, who bought $500 worth of diapers in Tampa, Florida? And it's just like, the people that need to steal credit card information. Their fucking life sucks. They're stealing it because they need the money. Dude, that happened to me one time. Florida. It was Florida. And someone bought, like, two large pizzas or something at Domino's. Yep. And I looked at my bank statement and I was like, uh what is this all about? And they were like, um, you didn't buy two large pizzas in Florida? I'm like, I'm in California. And they're like, oh, we'll take that off right away. I'm like, yeah, you better. Yeah. (laughs) But then every time I go on a fucking road trip, I have to call now ahead because I kept having Mm. my cards canceled halfway through because all the suspicious spending. Yeah. What what they, what my bank does is they'll, they'll call me and be like, is this you that yeah. spent this here? Are you on a road trip? <laughs> Where are you going? Are you using our car because we're getting some... You are? You are? Oh, that sounds fun. Where are you going next? Where are you? What? What are you, what are you wearing? I see you went through Utah. It's beautiful that... I know. Did you see Book of Mormon? I did. I loved it. I loved it. I took my mom. She didn't love it. I got. I. I gotta go. I gotta go. Really, you're. You're the. You're the person on the bank. I. I gotta go. Uh, uh I just. I feel like I'm gonna keep in the line for just one more second. Okay. One okay. More, what do you. What do you need to. What I else just, do you need to know? Uh, are you eating healthy? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I know stuff on the yeah. road. You see all the fun like mm-hmm. space alien jerky. It's tempting. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah. I. I already did. I already ate there. It was pretty good. Okay. Have a safe trip. I want you to have a safe trip. <laughs> 
This is okay. Terry from Bank of America. <laughs> we own you and we love you. <laughs> and we love that we own you. They do. They do. They do. It's, it's sad. Dude, their ATMs have some crazy thing where you can just put cash in and it counts the cash. And you're like, what? Hmm? Yeah. Better than a stripper. Can... Better than what? Better than a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> you ever yeah, watch a stripper right. count cash? Good, man. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to act like I've got a bunch of like expert stripper experience and I, I don't. That was a joke. That was just a joke. <laughs> just a joke. Same. I've never been, I've never been to a strip club. No? Hmm. I've been to a handful of strip clubs, but <laughs> most of them were, um, uh, I went to the Bridgetown Comedy Festival a few years ago and they okay. have a lot of strip clubs in Portland. Okay. I heard that like pretty much every bar is also a strip club. Yeah, they're cool. They're like <laughs> dive bars and then they have like a raise. It looks, it's like a sturdy cafe table. Okay. That's maybe a little oversized, and you're like, oh, cool. And then some girl, some like you know, regular cool looking girl comes in and pops a cassette in a deck and just cassette. Yeah, you know, starts Portland dude. I know <laughs> they're so cool. <laughs> they're cool. I'm not a strip club guy. I wouldn't say that I'm a strip club guy, but they do have. They're like boy bands. They mm-hmm. they're everyone. They've got them all there. <laughs> so, and one of them's got your fucking number, and that's what's scary about it. You're like, oh, I do have a type. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, you think that you're above it, and then you know your baser level. No, I mean, yeah, animalistic level. I mean, whew. yeah. <laughs> hey. We went to one, uh, I went to one earlier, or last year for a friend's bachelor party in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and they're a place that boasts, like, the most girls under one roof, and it's just like, how is that a incentive? Like, you just have a million girls in there? <laughs> they're all, like, pushed really close together. They are! They are! They're fucking everywhere! It's crazy. Uh, we walked in, and I walked in with the bachelor, and uh, these girls are like, oh, hey, where are you here? And the guy's like... Oh, it's my bachelor party. And I was like, get away from me. You can't just... It's like throwing blood into a shark-infested water. Oh, they're going to give us so much money. Hey, I'm a huge mark. Come fuck with me. It's just like, (laughs) these are pros. They're pros. They're going to extract our money from us. Get away. (laughs) We got it. had to sit through a tour. They took us on a tour through the place. I was just like, ugh. This is where we keep all the boobs. It was scary. (laughs) Did you watch True Detective? Yeah, the last episode where they're in like his catacombs oh, and it just it like keeps that? getting more claustrophobic. You're like, I don't know how to get the fuck out of here. I'm stuck in this crazy little stripper netherworld. These are the bowels of this five thousand stripper strip club. Ah, they're everywhere. They're insist. Oh no, dude, that whole story is a bit. Is it? Yeah, it was scary. It was just there scary. You go, dude. I'll I'll, I'll and, try to remember and talk about. I try to. I don't like talking about strippers on stage. <laughs> I don't want to be degrading to women. And relating it back to True Detective, very relatable. Because everyone, everyone watched that. I know, I loved it. Oh, it was great. I loved it. Season two is Colin Farrell and uh, Vince Vaughn, right? Uh, yeah, but I think Vince Vaughn's like... Uh, I don't think they're the partners. Oh. I don't think so. I thought oh. that Vince Vaughn was like a bad, a baddie boy in it or something. What? I think so, so we know all at the beginning? I don't know. That's. I feel like that's what I recall reading, but... Regardless, I think Colin Farrell's incredible. Yeah. And I think great. that Vince Vaughn has a lot of great qualities. 
that I think that, uh, and he's got a real spooky quality. <laughs> he's a real darkness. Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Yeah. There's Dude, no Psycho? doubt about it. Psycho? Woo! When he, like, yeah. Scene for scene remake, he was a creepy dude in there. Yeah. There was a reason why he did swingers, and they're like, oh, let's put this guy in dramas and make him increasingly more terrifying, because he's kind of scary. <laughs> he was all young and, like, in, in, intense at the time, and that was weird, and now he's, like, old and intense, and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, did you see The Minus Man? No. Owen Wilson, Janine Garofalo, I can't remember who else. Okay, that's interesting already. Yeah. But Owen Wilson is, like, a, like a, a killer, he goes around to different towns, and then like he kind of like makes a little life for himself, carves carves his life out, and then he fucking carves people up, buries them, and then leaves. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, Owen Wilson. Weird. Did he pull it off? Uh, I mean, yeah. Like, it's not a movie that I'd be like, dude, you have to see it. Right. But it's a movie where I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Strange. And, and uh, from what I remember, he got away with it and just went to the next town. And Jeannie Garofalo was like, oh, uh, where did he go? Uh, I, I figured it out. And then gone. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. I love when... When the bad guys get away with it? Yeah. It's so much it's more very realistic. Rare. Very rare. Yeah. yeah. The Strangers? Did you see that movie? Uh-uh. Oh, fucking terrifying. Based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Liv Tyler. Uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. He had a very small part. Good for, him, Good for him. Those guys are fantastic. I wish yeah. them all, all of the oh. luck and success. Yeah. Good for them. I heard they're never going to stop making that show. Oh, I hope they fucking That's never so do. That's so awesome. Oh, it's so bizarre. <laughs> Good That's so great. It's so great. I just love it. They're oh. wonderful. Oh. But The Strangers, it's about these, these people who were going around neighborhoods and killing people just because. And they're wearing masks the whole time. And so, like, Liv Tyler gets, like, stabbed and she's like, why are you doing this? And they're like, because you were home. And you're like, oh. uh, I remember the I remember the trailer for that, and it looked terrifying. It is. Because then they fucking got away with it. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Zodiac? Dumb ending. <laughs> you see that one? <laughs> I did see Zodiac. It was a dumb ending. It really was. Because <laughs> I was watching it, and like... I didn't know the story beforehand. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they never caught him. So then I was just like, what? Like, this is unresolved. I'm uh, never watching this again. I feel like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, nothing's changed. I haven't learned anything. <laughs> uh, I love stuff like that. I live for it. When they're like, oh, and then like at the, when the Sopranos ended, I was just like, Fuck yes. When they didn't show. Because who cares? It's like the show's over. (laughs) Did he die? The show's over. (laughs) The TV show you were watching stopped getting made. And that's how it ended. They decided to end it like that. They didn't get canceled. Like, well, do you think that he died or do you think they left? I go, I don't think it matters. (laughs) Like Inception? (laughs) At the end of that, were you like... I thought that was fantastic. (laughs) I was just like... (laughs) Fuck you, audiences. (laughs) It's... Because it's like, it's you know, you watch something that was entertaining, and now it's over. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> and you're like, I was trying to escape and imagine that life had some great, there was going to be a greater, like, understanding at the end. It's like, nah, but also what if there isn't? 
Now go home and just try to enjoy yourself. But you have that weird feeling all day. What a gift. What a gift to give people. <laughs> Thank you, Nolan. Unease. Just that. Just, just, oh, I don't feel easy. I feel hard today. Feels hard. That's cool. Dude, that was so funny. I heard that like when uh, when he would get interviewed about the end. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so so did he see his kids again? Or like, was it still a dream? And he goes... I hope he sees his kids again. You're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> wait, you don't know? <laughs> yeah. You, well, I mean, you should know the end. You can keep it a secret, but know the end. <laughs> well, we wrote a bunch of endings, and then we realized, what if we just stop? <laughs> you know, that was a cut. That they just went, but what if we just cut? And then it's over, and nobody knows. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, that would be so funny if that was an effect of him having writer's block or something. <laughs> and he was just like, I can't, uh, I can't, uh. People are expecting uh, so much from me. You <laughs> <laughs> can't follow up. You can do this. Ah, yes, no, yes, no, yes, yeah. no, yes, does no. Does he, doesn't he, does he, doesn't he? Oh. Finkel and Einhorn, Einhorn and Exactly, Finkel. Oh. exactly. <laughs> Exactly. He's like, ah, I got it. Mobius, fucking Mobius stairway. It doesn't, it doesn't, nothing. It doesn't. It's a stairway. A stairway is sometimes just a stairway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like amazing. And it's like a very, you know, it's just, it's such an old concept. But I absolutely love it because it just undermines us so much. We get so wrapped up. Because I saw, I remember I saw Inception in the theaters. Stoned out of my mind. Thank you. Obviously. IMAX 3D. Just like, yeah, this is awesome. Just like, you know, taking it in. And then when it just ended like that, I was just like, what a ride, man. The ride's over. (laughs) Yeah. The ride's over. I'm a roller coaster guy. Yeah, me too. I get. The ride's over. Get off the ride. Get off the ride. You want to go on the ride again? Great. We can go on the ride again. Do you want to figure out how the roller how roller coasters are built? No. Why? Just go on the ride and fucking enjoy the, the ride. Wind blow their hair. It's great. <laughs> Did you see uh, Looper? Time travel. Oh. Bruce Willis. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, you Emily know, Blunt. I did. Jeff Daniels too. I I did, and I I don't remember it. Oh, what? I've got a lot of a lot of you know a lot of movies like that. Yeah, because I unwind to enjoy them, and then I enjoy them, and if they don't really, you know, pull you in while you're well, it's just like they're enter- it's an enter- like Looper. That's an entertaining movie. That's just like it's in the title. They're trying to just sort of like fuck you around, and it's fun. But not- at the end of it, it's just kind of like great, good deal. But you don't even remember. No. <laughs> It doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to remember. You got remember. off the ride. <laughs> exactly. And now you're either going to ride it again or not. Or not. <laughs> but I went and I can tell you I have a positive impression of it. Yeah. I remember enjoying it, but I, who knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's this part where they're talking in this cafe mm-hmm. or a diner or whatever. And because uh, it's him, both yes. versions of him. Yes, I yeah. remember that. And he's like, uh, <clears throat> he's like, wait, so you came back from the future to stop me from killing you, which is also me, and then and then Bruce Willis stops him. He's like, "Listen, we could sit here all day and talk about time travel and like draw out maps and like how it would actually happen." <laughs> and he's like, "But we don't have time for that." 
And I relate, awesome. dude, I related to that so heavily because me and my friends have like sat down and like drawn things out and been like, okay, but what if like then there's this timeline and then like what if this is yeah. affected and like yeah, you gotta embrace that wormhole. You gotta embrace yeah. it. It's just <laughs> and then something you know there is a cause and effect, but yeah, you can't overthink. You can't overthink it. Yep, it's not worth it because <laughs> what you definitely don't want to do is over-explain it. Yeah, nobody wants to watch that shit. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Listen, we could sit here all day and talk about time. I was like, yes, dude. Please do, you know? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fucking That's the somebody sequel. break it down. That's the sequel. They just sit there and talk about time travel the whole time. You're like, oh, that's how it works. Whoa, really eye-opening stuff. <laughs> dude, speaking of time travel, Primer? Have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. Oh. It's like, it takes a very realistic take on if time travel were possible, mm-hmm. you just, oh man, you just gotta see it. You'll go, holy shit! Alright, who's who's in it? Who um, made it? A bunch of no-name guys. Nice. They made it for like seven grand or oh, something. cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix, but it's, it's mind-blowing, because then you watch it again, and you're like, oh, 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 oh shit, and you pick <laughs> up on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny when you realize that the person that made the thing that you were just watching were far more clever than you gave yeah. giving them credit. It's like, oh, look at, oh, 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 and then there's fucking that that part. Oh, that part. Yeah. I get that so much more now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. just want to applaud it. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And I did. Good. I cried and then I applauded. Aww. Not really. <laughs> What's the last movie you cried at? <sighs> um. I mean, it's a wonderful life, every time. Oh, interesting! I haven't watched that one in a while. Happy tears. Happy tears. Joy, just pure. At the end of it, Whew. yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it is a beautiful movie. Yeah, it's so dark. I know. It's so fucking dark. Yeah. Awesome. And, and then at the very end, fucking gets pulled out of the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Every- the the one thing about that movie though, like, it's great. And then you're like, <laughs> then you're like, but he didn't get to do all the shit he wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> but he threw his fucking life away to work at a bank and raise a family in an old shitty house. Oh, should have jumped. <laughs> you had that big ass suitcase and you didn't ever get to use it. And now you'll never get to yeah. use it. And guess what, buddy? <laughs> Flash forward to the future. All of your fucking small town banks have been bought up by Chase Bank of America. <laughs> You didn't fucking need to so waste So it's time. not a wonderful life. It's not. Maybe it was for you, but Lulu, Lulu, she didn't have, she had a, some, her fucking identity stolen by some young kid. She gave away her savings to some, the Sultan of Brunei via email. Dude, Zuzu sold those petals. Yeah, all of them. Magic beans. Shit isn't real. It's fucked up. What about you? What's the last movie you cried at? <sighs> I am. The only one I can think of, and this is obviously not the last one, but I did cry at Forrest Gump when I saw it. I really cried, and I I didn't see that coming at all. I did. I was not anticipating it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember now that uh, now as a father, when there's like stuff with kids. Ooh, you relate to it way more. Way more. Way more. Like you. You're twice a father, right? Yeah, I got two kids. So three and three and one. Whoa. Yeah, the little one just turned one. 
And that makes, oh, all these, like, kidnapping movies. Like, what's always movies about kids being stolen? It's like, let me tell you. <laughs> it's the biggest fear you can... Fu- it's the worst. Things happening Ooh. to kids is the fucking worst. It's the worst. Yeah. And it's easy to kind of be, like, removed as, a like, a young adult. Like, um, you know, fuck kids or whatever. <laughs> yeah. When you have them, it's just like, all oh, those babies. They're so defenseless. <laughs> <laughs> the poor babies. That could have been my baby. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Taking yeah. three, man. Taken three. I haven't even seen a trailer, but I assume one of his kids gets stolen again. <laughs> I know. Has any of his kids died yet? I don't know. I didn't see Taken Two. I haven't seen either of them. <laughs> I wanted the the I wanted Taken Two to be called Taken T O O. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, wasn't it his wife or something in the second one? Oh, I don't know. I, don't I, know I haven't either. seen. I know that. I Did you see it was the first daughter. one? No. You didn't see the first one? No. Oh, dude. When it came out, I remember seeing previous for it, and I just thought, man, now that everyone hates Mel Gibson, they're just giving this dude all the fucking Mel Gibson movies. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking see this bullshit. I've already seen a kid get, you know, Mel Gibson did it, Schwarzenegger did it. It's such like a, I thought it was such like a cliche action movie thing, but I heard it's really Taken is really good. Um, Yeah, it's, and because like a lot of the technology and stuff that's around now that wasn't then, and like... Sure, sure. But, yeah, like, the way Liam Neeson just beats the shit out of people, you're like, oh, that was cool. And he is huge. Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. He has a very is... specific set of skills. Mm-hmm. That's a quote from the movie, but you knew that already. Mm-hmm. No? No, I didn't okay. know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's good. It's good. You, should, you should see it. It's probably, like, what, six years old now or something? But yeah. Old enough for the third in the series to come out. Yeah. It's like, how is this a fucking trilogy? <laughs> this guy keeps having shit taken away from I him. know. <laughs> and, you know, on one hand, it makes sense. You know, he wrongs somebody and they keep, you know, keeps coming back to him. I'm sure that's the premise of it. It's like the same, like, strand of bad people. It's not just like 24 where it's another random bad thing happening for a day. Yeah. God, that show's great. I, I just watched the pilot for the first time like a couple months ago for 24 yeah oh i watched i, I haven't I, I never, watched like the first five seasons of it and i whoa. was super into it and then i haven't seen any of them they, it went up to like season eight or something and then it came back for another one right mm-hmm. yeah i think they're doing a movie for it what for a 24 hour long movie oh shit that's what i said <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> It's a marathon. You're going to have to sit through the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready for that. We have toilet seats. Oh, now that's disgusting. <laughs> I can't watch a movie or movie with people taking a shit. I'll be streaming that one at home. I'll be, I'll be pirating that one. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, f- dude, this, is, this has been awesome. Plug, plug, plug stuff. Um, okay, so I have an album that came out very recently. Like three weeks ago? Four mm, weeks ago? A couple months ago. Two months ago. Okay, this this episode is coming out January 16th. Yeah, so two months prior to this uh, coming out. It's called Dank. It's on AST Records or on iTunes. Um, What's AST stand for? A special thing. Oh, cool. They're great. They put out... Uh, some Puff Tompkins stuff, some Doug Benson, uh, nice. Jim Kirkman, um, and then recently Bob Odenkirk and... And Brandon Wardell. Brandon Wardell, that's yep. right. Yeah, a lot of... 
who is a hilarious youngster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of great performers. So I was really excited to get uh, to get released through their label, and and now it's out, so people should buy it and yeah. listen to it. And it, uh, honestly, honestly, if you're still listening to this and you're like, oh, this guy seems all right, <laughs> go to the iTunes and actually fucking write a rating. A Dude, positive it's so one. hard. People, people <laughs> are allergic to <coughs> ratings and reviews. Yeah, they don't want to write it. Yeah, and it's just like mm-hmm. it. It drives the machine yeah. to have those things put in there because because all iTunes is is a hub. Yeah, and like people, iTunes doesn't know if people are like listening to it off iTunes, right? Like I don't. I I don't <coughs> know exactly how it works, but I know that in terms of the <laughs> metrics, it it helps to get that. So uh, that'd be tight if you could do that, but <laughs> if not. Um, if not, just listen to it because it's good. I think it's good. It's pretty dank. It's pretty dank. <laughs> it's pretty dank. I recorded it in one recording. It's the entire recording. Nice. There's no edits, which I was very thought was very cool. It's That's a cool very, way to put very it out. Cool, yeah. And um, I think it, most of it, I think it all holds up. I don't think anything it was so um, so uh, topical that it got blown. But, <laughs> Uh, yeah. You talked about Y2K a lot. God. I did. <laughs> I did it. I did mention Chris Dorner being killed by drones, but that was, uh, that was already dated when I brought it up. So that was, a, that was, I know, a mistake as a reference. So when you're listening to it now, listener at home, just remember that Chris Dorner was a, a rogue LAPD officer who was assassinated by drones, though it was never covered in, uh, the mainstream media, but... Uh, <laughs> you had to dig through YouTube for that one? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I was hip to what was going on. I, 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 the, you know, the writing was on the wall with that one, but it was fucked up. Uh, yeah, so that, the album, uh, that's the only thing I care about, <laughs> so listen to it. Um, I'm on Twitter, at Paul Danke. Um, D-A-N-K-E. D-A-N-K-E, yeah, yeah. But if they're listening to this, they already know that. Or do they? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll have your name all over. This oh yeah, episode. it'll be on the thing that they're clicking. On <laughs> yeah. I always forget how computers work that way. <laughs> Actually, when we were uh, me and this uh, guy Evan Mays did the album artwork for for me, we had it initially. My name was on the front of it, and then we were like, "Who cares? It doesn't need." If you're clicking on it, you have my name is yeah. linked to it. There's no reason to also. And there's ride a picture it. of you riding a hog yeah. on the front, <laughs> a, motor, a Harley motorcycle <laughs> up on uh, the PCH in Malibu. <laughs> so fucking hilarious. Did you ride it? Uh, no, I didn't ride it. It wasn't my motorcycle. <laughs> no, I paid a guy fifty bucks to let me borrow his motorcycle so I could sit on it and take pictures on it. <laughs> Did you get it like trucked out there? No, no, he wrote it up. He <laughs> wrote it up, but uh, like, and a really nice guy too. He's a comedian from San Diego. Cool. He wrote it, and he even he, he's so cool that he was wearing an orange reflector vest riding it. Like there was no, <laughs> there was no like badass motorcycling happening. Yeah. But the picture looks like it's badass, badass motorcycling. Yeah. And that was kind of the joke of it. Is it mm-hmm. was because it's so not cool in comedy to do yeah. something like that. <laughs> It just kind of rubbed everybody the wrong way, which I totally love. It totally cracks me up. My idea was, oh, I want to make an album cover that looks like you could sell cigarettes to teenagers. (laughs) That was the explicit goal of it. So that was what I came up with. You tell your manager, you're like, 
this is what I want. <laughs> I want <It's> goals. <laughs> Everyone said, go for it, do whatever you want. <laughs> no one gives a shit. I was like, oh, tight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good. And there's a there's a hidden track on it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I always loved hidden tracks. Me too. I think they're great. They're oh. Wonderful. Dude, there's a... Did you... What kind of music did you listen to growing up? I listened to mostly rock music, like I lo- like on Nevermind from Nirvana. There okay. was a hidden track. There was like a deep, and it's just like noise. <coughs> it's just like industrial noise shit. It's <laughs> terrible. But I thought that it was just so exciting. It's a gem. Like you find yeah. it. Like you leave the CD going, and then you're like, oh whoa, there's yeah. more. Yeah. There's yep. uh, there's a band called the Hippos. Mm-hmm. They were around in the '90s and a uh, ska punk band. Uh. <coughs> <coughs> 40 minutes after the last song ended. Awesome. Hidden track. Two, two and a half minutes long. Awesome. Yeah. That's, it's so, it's just so funny. <laughs> Why not? You know, the, yeah. the space is free, you know, it's just there. So you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Green Day always had hit, uh, a hidden track and it was always some like hilarious Trey Cool song. Like mm-hmm. the, the drummer write a fucking jerk off song to pop on the end. <laughs> And I was just so charmed by it. Always, I always wanted to do it. So now I got to do it. And yeah. that was really fun. I was happy to get to do that. Yeah. Uh, did you ever listen to Less Than Jake? Yeah, I did. I liked Less Than do Jake. Do you remember their secret track? On Losing Streak, I think it was. Mm-mm. If you start at the first song and then you had to rewind, it was behind the first track. Whoa. Yeah. That's... Yeah, That's that was way hidden. That's way hidden. So what they did was they recorded someone like throwing something down some stairs, and it was like, doo, 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 doo. and then you hear this guy goes, who taught you how to throw the dick down the stairs? I <laughs> do remember that. You do? I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, at least that fucking You're like, happened. What the hell that, does that, that mean? Like, <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. I haven't listened to Less Than Jake in a long time. A long time. Yeah. Yeah, sad to say. <laughs> I mean... Things change. People change. Yeah. They're still around. They're, they're still a band. And I'm sure they're, they're great. You know, they're, Real Big Fish, still a band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really keep up with Ska. I, kinda, <laughs> I don't know. And I have no hate for it either. Yeah, yeah. I actually think a lot of it's good. And they, uh, you know, they... They take the time to use real musicians, you know, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're employing musicians. It's very cool. And uh, I know a lot of those guys end up doing like a lot of songwriting shit and producing, yeah, which yeah. is so cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, less than Jake. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Brandy Posey. Do you know Brandy Posey? Yeah. She's, I mean, she fucking loves, she knows all those people. She knows oh, nice. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh, dude. What, uh, plug, plug other, like what's, do you have stuff coming up? I know you do. Um, uh, yeah, if you're going to be um, in Tacoma on February 4th, I'll be at the Emerald Queen Casino Yeah. with uh, Emmett Montgomery. He's a great Seattle comedian. Okay. I'm really down with uh, That's going down. And then, um, yeah, actually, you know, I'll just be doing a lot of shows around L.A. and um, Here and there. Here and there. Yeah. Here and there. Probably some festivals. We'll see what happens. Look so. it up. Google it. Google it. Mm-hmm. Stay, follow Your me on website? Twitter. Website? No, dude. I don't have a website. <laughs> I know. I know. What the fuck? It's fine. I, all I have is a website for the podcast. I had a website for a year, and I had someone build it for free for me that I met through Twitter, because I don't know how to do that shit, nor am I that ambitious to figure it out. And it was terrible. 
and I didn't know how to update it, and it was just up for a year, and people were like, yo, uh, what's up with your website? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. So, so I stopped paying for it, and I was just like, fuck this. Uh, you know what? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll let it all die. Let it all die. So I'll probably put together a website again. Uh, was it pauldanky.com? It was, yeah. There's not a lot of us out there. So. There's only two others, I think, at this point, and they're... Uh, they're not trying to have a website like that. Yeah, they think. don't. They don't need that. Nah, good one's, for them. one's an industrial worker and one, one's a bus driver. <laughs> like, I love that. I love that you assume all of my roots are all blue collar, and I appreciate that. No, no, the others are oh, that. No, we're all blue collar. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. Uh, and and there's one that's a school teacher. Is that still blue collar? Oh, dude, what's more working class than being a fucking school teacher? Yeah, dude. That's a grind. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking coal mine of the future. Twenty five years, and then you get then you get your uh, retirement. Is that true? Yeah. Is that still happening? I think so. Mm. It's fucked up. Twenty five years to be a school teacher. Okay. Yeah. Are you that patient? <laughs> no. No. How long was Nelson Mandela locked up? Uh, Twenty seven mm. years or something. So he got tenure. Huh? <laughs> he got he prison could, tenure. He got prison tenure. <laughs> I'd rather be in prison. I'd rather be in prison than teaching kids for No. That's not so well, depends on what grade it is. Fifth graders? No fucking way. Fuck no that. Way. No way. Any fifth graders any fifth grade teachers listening to this, you are you are noble, you are strong, you are better than we. Yeah. It's true. Oh. I had a bad fifth grade teacher, so if you're listening, Derek Decoff, you can go fuck yourself. He was an asshole. It was the first time I had an asshole teacher. And I'm like, you know, you're 10. You're still like, the world is great. People are good. These are teachers. They're yeah. my helpers. And yeah. it's like, man, this guy makes me feel like shit all the time. Oh, this guy's a fucking asshole. Mm. Fuck you. Dude, I had a teacher like that. Eighth grade. Mrs. Beal taught history. Oh, fucking terrible. terrible. Where do they get off, man? I don't know. You're a good guy. I can tell you didn't deserve it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> Some Same. kids deserve Same. it. Same. Fourth or fifth grade teacher. I was a good kid then, but then <laughs> I was ruined. <laughs> I was ruined for education for years. <laughs> but I suppose that's a story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of Serial. <laughs> <laughs> Cool man, thanks for doing it. Absolutely. We got we got hour and thirty four minutes. It's gonna be a little less because uh, um, because as you realized, it was recording when you came in. So I yes hit record and came down and I figured it. I was just like, oh, it's already going. We're not even introducing it. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay. All right, this is how we're doing it. All okay, right. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Just That's go cool. right into it. And I do a pre-roll intro. Sure, yeah. sure. You got to the host thing. Yeah, smart. Do it by yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm doing every like I I did the uh, domain name and the space space like the bandwidth and all that shit. I built the website. Wow. I I took like the there's like free classes online where you can do. Uh-huh. That. Yeah, and I, I took like two and a half weeks to be like, okay, this is that. Oh, that's cool. Like. And then, like, you type in words, and then it comes up as a web page, and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's amazing. That Honestly, that sounds like magic to me. <laughs> it's 
to have like the diligence to sit down and just do that. Oh, dude, there's still some of it where it looks a little janky, and like if you bring it up on some different screens, they'll be like, "Why is that line not where it should be?" And I'm like, yeah. ah, "I learned it in two weeks." Yeah, you, you fix it. <laughs> yeah, if you love it so much, why don't you fix it, please? Seriously, if you want to help me fix it, like <laughs> I, I'm stumped, and I've looked, and I have not found the answer. And people are like, just use Squarespace. And I'm like, oh, my la- the last shred of me that's punk rock is like, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ground roots, I did it myself. <laughs> okay, that's uh, a good, good awesome. place to end. Yeah, awesome. Right. Uh, this has been uh, uh, you and me in thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and uh, Paul, Paul Danke. Danke. Yeah. All right. Let's stop listening. <laughs>